So yes, so you know what's crazy about IPAs? What's that? So IPAs were originally invented for the trip to India, thus Indian Pelel. So they were hit with a lot of hops. Hops are a basically a substitute for uh, per, uh, preservation, like a, like a preservative. Right. Hops were originally preservative. They're good for uh, keeping a beer clean. Uh, the hop, the bitterness of hops in that trip would dissipate. Well, now the hop bitterness is what beer connoisseurs look for in beer. And, uh, and so after three months, this, uh, basically the hop profile that you would look for in an IPA is essentially gone. So like my, my razor sharp IPA had a, um, had like a uh, honey, like a honey grass or whatever, lemongrass type notes to it. Well, that was because the hop, that hop is aged out. It's been more than three months. So right. like all, the, all those uh, hop notes are gone. That's the one downside when it comes to IPAs. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Anyways. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your host, Tyler. And we've got Edray1416. What's going on, people? Today, we've got a fun, depressing episode. Oh my god, depressing. Not really depressing. In the general sense, we're going to start off with the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by 903 Brewers in fucking somewhere in Texas. Good god almighty. Okay, this is Skeleton Crew Imperial Red IPA. You know what they say? When when it says Imperial, this better be a bad son of a bitch. And this beer comes in at... At a, a whopping 11% in alcohol by volume. 11%. 11% Imperial Red IPA. Pairs with Bacon Gouda Burgers, Spice Cake, Work Hard, Play Hard. It pairs with Work Hard, Play Hard. These bastards. Uh, skeleton Crew. With our Skeleton Crew Imperial Red IPA. It's, it's quality over quantity. Caramel malt and El Dorado hops shine as, fa- as foundational workhorses in this mighty ale. A distinct, malt ba- a distinct malt backbone gives this copper beer forward car- caramel flavor and supporting sweetness. El Dorado hops burst from start to finish with their vibrant tropical pines and resiny character. A medium body, resonated warmth, and dry finish. Hey, look, it's pretty fucking amber. Yeah. Pretty red. Pretty fucking red. You know, when I make a... Uh, whenever it smells kind of fruity. Yeah, that, 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 like I said, that's the El Dorado hops is what they're trying to... They're attributing that to. So, uh... What's weird is a lot of yeast uh, will put off fruity uh, things as well. But yeah... Uh, it depends on how many ounces they. they it smell. smells almost like a sangria. It does. Yeah, like a sangria. Yeah, take a big whiff of it. Yeah, it kind of smells like bread to me. It's a very bready, bready smell. All right. Okay. Yeah, I know the the smell is isn't that. 
Sweet like the previous beer, huh? So it's not well, like... Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, it's sweet, but yeah, like you're saying, it's not as sweet as the previous beer, hell. She's <laughs> like... Not even, not even close. It's not so, even close. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, oh my god, this is probably going to be super fucking bitter or super something. Especially mm. 11% though. 11%, man. That's a four pack to one person, in my opinion. You're, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll and, be and nice it wasn't, and thirsty. It, it wasn't like... It wasn't too pricey, especially when you consider that some some four packs are uh, it's fucking super pricey. <laughs> some four packs I bought is super expensive. This was like yeah, this show gets expensive sometimes. This might have been like a, I think this was like ten dollars for the four pack. What was the most expensive one we had the last time? Like yeah, it was like it was like almost thirty dollars. Yeah, like thirty dollars for, for a four, a four pack, pack, and we were just like oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, wouldn't drink that one on a regular basis. <laughs> Not at all. All right, so let's take our first sip, fellas. Oh, let's try this beer. Microphone. Yeah, the hops. The fucking hops are just straight from the start, like the hop. Yeah, it's it's got that good like. Anytime I've ever tried an IPA, I now know to look for just like that nice piercing bitter taste that just like comes through. But actually, the aftertaste of this is like akin to the Rojo. It's got like a really good at like a like that that when they want that red, I feel like it's got that so it's got a good aftertaste. So that not that bitter yeah. of an aftertaste. Yeah, I'm wondering if they were trying to make an imperial red ale, and they just added so much hops, the bitterness was. They just were like, oh look, uh, yeah, imperial red, Indian pale ale in small font. It's like we weren't trying to make an Indian pale ale, but we it just sort of happened. It's kind of like me, like when I made uh, the uh, Cryomancer, I was I was aiming for a uh, a cream ale, yeah. But I added, but the hops were too bitter, and it became a pale ale. And I was just like, well, it's a pale, it's a pale ale, it's a pale ale. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name it a pale ale now. Cryomancer pale ale. Yeah, <laughs> Cryomancer pale, or blue ale technically, it's yeah. blue. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but st- taste wise, stylistically. It's a it's a pale, but I was going for. I used a lot of the uh, ingredients that one would use to make a cream ale, such as corn and rice and fucking shit like that. But uh, <laughs> so that it definitely comes off that way because uh, the thing with red ales is that it has that that uh, that ma- the the malt that they even say in the description. So there, I could definitely get that red malt. Yeah, the red maltiness. Like, but then there's just those, yeah, but then it's just like, it's just like the bitterness uh, of the Eldorado hops cuts through that malt and makes it an IPA. So this was, this was originally just a high gravity red ale. <laughs> this yeah, is, I mean, I mean, really, <laughs> it is very potent. I'm going to say that. Oh yeah. I took me a big old swig of it. Ed Ray, you're sitting over there kind of quiet. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that it is. It started off as a very bitter taste, but like you said, the aftertaste is very powerful, very good. Oh yeah, the the aftertaste has a has a more like let less like bitter. Yeah, has a more like savory bouquet to it. Yeah, and, that, and that's usually what red ales are supposed to be. Like when whenever it comes to the like the more reddish type stuff. 
you see red L's a lot more often, obviously, during St. Paddy's Day for racist reasons. <laughs> Too bad this is not St. Paddy's Day. St. Paddy's Day. A lot of red. My God, quit recording our damn shit. <laughs> Fucking phone. Shut up. The app isn't open. I, I didn't press nothing and you're recording me. <laughs> goddamn phones. Anyways. Smartphones ain't so smart. A lot of crazy stuff happened in the world today, guys. We need to chat about. Oh, yeah? You know what? Uh, today is one of those days where we got we have to talk about it because it's everywhere. But we, let, let's, let's put a little, like, maybe conspiracy twist on it if we can. Or some sort of twist, an opinionated twist. Uh... Man, are we gonna go to war with Russia? I mean, there's no what's up with Russia and Ukraine and all this stuff? You know what it looks to me like fucking propaganda uh, for money, money propaganda. What? what? <laughs> is I'm, it, I'm just saying, like, is it too crazy to touch on for you? Russia, uh, it's like. For years, I've always been spouting out like the whole like thing, like with my, especially with my stand-up comedy, is like you know, Russians aren't what most people think they are. Like they, a lot of them like really love America and like our culture and stuff. Like 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 especially our music and yeah. stuff like that. But like with TOS one and and shit like that, like clearly this is a like a demonstration of. So, like, do you guys know about what happened in Grenada with America? What happened? So, like, th- that was, like, a war that we were in, and it lasted, like, nine hours. And it's, like, it's a good demonstration on what happens when a country as big or as powerful as, like, a, one of the big nations can be, like, Britain, America, Russia. Like, one of the big nations. Uh, it, it, Grenada was a good example of what can happen when, like, one of those countries turns, like, their full <laughs> arsenal on like a third world country. Yeah. And like that's why that conflict started and then nine hours later it was over. It was because like we threw everything we had at them and we didn't need to. And there was even no need for that conflict to even happen. Oh my god. So like we just totally butt fucked a whole group of people. But like that's basically what the Russians are doing to the Ukraine right now. Is well, Ukraine's like, not third war, are they? Well, I mean, for as much as they've been completely ass fucked economically, like socially and militaristically by Russia, it hasn't really been a good place for a long time. Like a lot of those small nations, like after the USSR disbanded, and those nations got to be themselves again, and not just like, oh, you're Russia because we say you are. Um, the USSR is like it's it's whole it's it's like a whole topic it's like its whole thing like um, Putin himself is even quoted as saying like anybody who misses like what was the quote it goes like uh, anybody who doesn't miss the Soviet Union doesn't have a heart but anybody who wants it back doesn't have a brain and like that that's a quote from like the guy himself but it's just like um, yeah like clearly the like. My whole opinion is is that the Ukrainian people should just be left to be the Ukrainian people and that um, there's no need for you to think that another piece of land needs to be part of your country and called that, especially if other people live there. Well, is that is that the uh, is that the main conflict? Well, like the Ukraine, I think it's like my buddy Brennan, he's like a huge like history buff and I think like the Ukraine and like a dozen other smaller nations were once part of Russia as the Soviet Union. Yeah. 
Because they had to be. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd get, like, bombed and killed and shit. And now that that doesn't exist anymore, they can just be. But uh, now all this conflict's getting brought up, and, and, you know, apparently you just can't be anymore. Well, no, uh, so I guess... I guess some context. And I saw a video the other week that was like, you know, a bunch of Ukrainian soldiers were getting put on the border because Russia was putting a fuck ton of soldiers on the border of the Ukraine. And it's just like, what do you expect people to do? You know what I mean? Like, I mean they invaded. Yeah. They inv- yeah. Like, but so do you know the uh are you, how, how how up to date are you with this stuff? Not much. Okay, I, so I I, uh, I try to stay away from this oh, you because do? um in particular, like, global military conflicts don't interest me. No, I understand. Yeah, like, I don't care how big you think your dick is. <laughs> like, one day you're going to die and you're going to be the now, same decompositing carbon material as everything so, else. Your god is false. Like, all but, that But stuff. maybe we can, talk, we can talk about this in, like, a, in, a, in a separate, you know, in a weirder manner or diff, a different right, manner. Right, right, I get what you mean. Uh, uh, so, I guess the idea is that... Russia was upset because you, uh, essentially fucking America and Europe fucking coerced Russia into going to war with Ukraine. So, <laughs> the, okay, here, 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 here's my take on it. Here's Based off what I've been watching, listening to, here's my personal take, and then we'll talk about what the media is saying and what, you know, the, what the narrative is. But my personal take is that... Uh, we need money, we need a war somewhere, and we fucking coerced Russia into going to war with Ukraine for monetary reasons. Okay? That's my fucking weird spin conspiracy theory. Now, the narrative is that, um, uh, the, that, that NATO was talking to Ukraine about joining, the, about NATO. Yeah. Uh, which would essentially put uh, NATO nukes on the border of Russia, and Russia said, fuck that. <laughs> so that, that's kind of like the fucking... <laughs> well, yeah. For, for me, for me, it's all a dick-measuring okay. contest. Like, everything like that is a dick-measuring contest. Our own fucking election every four years is just a stupid... Oh, no, yeah. It's just a stupid dick-measuring contest. No, uh, I, so and, a, um, a Russian... A Russian um, uh, someone who lives in Russia was basically saying that Putin is kind of only doing this because somebody—I guess somebody—asked him, "What do you think his? Le- what do you think your legacy will be?" And then he said, what, "What do you think it will be?" And they said some kind of like bringing peace to something. He said, "Oh, that's bullshit." <laughs> so he's so now he wants to. So like apparently uh, they, they were saying that uh, Putin's has like this massive like. Every like theatrical ego type of thing. Well, yeah, all world leaders clearly do. <laughs> yes, but it's so so that like whenever he heard that that would be his legacy, he wants to like go out with a fucking bang. <laughs> and you know, it's pathetic. Like I, I um, I'm one of those people who gets chastised a lot because I don't take. I don't take anybody's politics seriously yeah. because I, I I think you're all just like foolishly screaming and kicking against a giant uncaring void that is the universe. <laughs> right. Like like you're all kicking and screaming to your own demise. Like you're all gonna die. Everybody's gonna die. There is no to me, like my whole look on it is very just like you were saying, like, oh, this is a depressing episode. 
Yeah, good, good, good thing you mentioned that because my view on life and a lot of things is very depressing in the sense that, like, yeah, this is all just a giant dick measuring contest between our leaders. Um, we're all going to die. You're going to die. And, and you know what? Not only are you going to die, but, like, Kevin Smith mentioned this before I ever experienced it in life. But then I experienced it, and I know what he's talking about. So, like, we're all going to die, right? Yeah. And no matter how good of a person you are, you can't control how you die. My grandpa was one of the best guys in the world, in my opinion. You know, he could have been kind of an asshole to other people. My grandpa was one of the best guys in the world, in my opinion. And he died in one of the most... And I hope you people, like, have anxiety about this. I really hope you do. I hope it bothers you. But, like, he died in one of the most undignified ways that a human being could die um he was laying in a bed he didn't remember who he was or where he was at like any point in time he couldn't communicate with any of us and he was like drooling and shitting on himself and vomiting on himself and like that's where you're going that's gonna happen to you you can't avoid it so like this massive dick measuring contest that you have with the world or the universe or whatever, you're going to fucking lose. And you're going to go kicking and screaming into obscurity with some kind of inbuilt self-regret that you have to fucking live with and then eventually die with. And your afterlife that is merely just the serotonin, dopamine, and fucking adrenochrome and all in your brain, like... All of your brain chemicals ejecting at once due to the fact that your body's shutting down and your brain doesn't know how to react to that. Because, like, you are so pathetic as a human being. We are so pathetic as human beings. You can't imagine yourself dead. Like, this is the thing psychologists have talked about. It is impossible for you to imagine yourself dead because you always imagine yourself semi being there. It's like that, uh, the, the, it's a wonderful world. The movie yeah. where the guy has the the Christmas movie where the guy's like, oh, what if I'd have never been born? And then the the angel or the ghost or whatever takes him and shows him what life would have been like if he'd have never been born. But that's such a false representation of that because you wouldn't be there to see what life would have been like if you'd <laughs> right. never been born. So you're just kicking and screaming against an uncaring obscurity that is the universe. Nothing fucking cares about you except you. Ed Ray is collecting food in case a war breaks out. There are a lot of people that are doing that. My uncles were the type of dipshits that collected food and water because they thought during the year 2000 all electricity and electronics were going to go out. They were those dipshits. I was, <laughs> I was raised around and lived by those types of fucking morons. The ones that said that like all the power is going to go out in the year 2000. The types of dipshits that said like, oh, by the year 2010, video games won't exist anymore. That's a failing idea right there. The type of dipshits that said like, if you're truly lost in life, just look through God and you'll find the answers. They were all fucking stupid in my opinion. All of my relatives are fucking morons. Every single one of them. And they all try to give me fucking advice on life. And I'm like, do you own a fucking Fortune 500 company? <laughs> or are you struggling to pay your bills? And if they, if they mention any struggle at all to pay their bills, I'm like, well, then don't give me fucking financial advice or advice at all. Because clearly you don't fucking got shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, Ed Ray, what are your thoughts on the war with Russia, and what do you, uh, and what's your whole thoughts on all this? Well, this is going to be a very controversial opinion, but I think the reason why Russia invaded Ukraine was because Russia had enough of Ukraine leaders killing ethnic Russians because since 2014, Russia has been telling Ukraine to stop killing ethnic Russians, and since 2014, they killed 13,000 ethnic Russians in southeast Ukraine, and finally Putin had enough and told Ukraine, hey, you want to keep messing with my people? I'm going to strike back, and that's why the invasion happened. Well, where are you getting these numbers from? Independent news sites. Interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you definitely can't trust any fucking major news media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact, you know we don't have a left in this country? A what? A left. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Everyone's go, left. go talk to the fucking Europeans. They will tell you your leftists in America are fucking middle right. They're not fucking leftists. We have right wingers and then middle right wingers in this fucking country. Well, all, po- politically. Yeah, politically. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> all the people in this country who claim I'm with the left, a European would laugh his ass off at you. He would. He'd be like, you're fucking middle right at best, homie. (laughs) At best, best, you're a fucking centrist. You know (laughs) what I mean? Most people in this country who think they're left are actually fucking centrists. Well, what's weird is that, like, yeah, a lot of the leftists have become... They're all war hawks, I've noticed. They all like That's because they're they're middle right. They're not actually leftists. Yeah. Like... Which is weird, though. Because I was raised by a right-winger, and I can totally see, like, my buddy Brennan, he's a real leftist. He's a straight-up fucking communist. Yeah. And, like, I can totally see how anybody that calls themselves, like, left, like, I can totally see where Brennan's coming from, the fact that, like, no, those guys are basically middle-right. They're they're fucking centrists. They're not fucking leftists. (laughs) And that's like the majority of what we got in this country is either fucking right-wing dipshits who like literally want to put the fucking Bible in history class. <laughs> like the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. We've got those guys in this country and then we've got middle right people who think that just because they're fighting for social politics and stuff and social like that makes them left. Like no, you're still fucking middle right. Like, a true leftist doesn't believe the things you people believe. I hang out with the true leftists, and sometimes when I hear his ideas, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty extreme. And and he's like, that's because I'm a real fucking leftist. He talks to people from Europe online, and he agrees with them. It, uh, is it weird that a lot of right, a lot of right-wing people right now are or against... Assholes. Are, but they're against the, uh, the thought of war... And then the left-leaning people are pro-war, despite that in the ages it was the opposite. Well, like right, the reason right now the left-wingers are pro-war is because they feel like a people are being oppressed. And right now the reason why the right-wingers are anti-war is because they probably don't see that much profit to be made from it. No, that, that, I, I mean, there is a lot, a lot of, pro- of profit. No, no, there's a lot of profit war, always to be made war. War. But when you're trying to make profit, <laughs> when you're trying to make profit off of things that don't sell to I mean, war... I mean, literally, wasn't there it? are a ton of things that don't sell to war, and when, yeah. when you're trying to make a profit but off of that, wasn't it World War? Uh, which which war was it that got us out of the Great Depression? It was Great Depression, and then we had a war, and that war ended the Great Depression. World War Two. World War Two, because war ends poverty. Well, no, no, no. It's because in America we've centralized ourselves to be a military-industrial complex. Oh. We, we allow things like privatized fucking government, like, like 
Like, did you know that like eight? I was. I don't even know the real number, but it's like seventy to eighty percent of all prisons in America are, private. are privately yeah. owned. Which means some fucking asshole out there got the idea. I want to put people in a concrete box that I built, and I deserve to make money off of it. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just sitting here thinking, fuck you, dude. Cause it's not um... like fuck, like I literally fuck you and everything you believe in. I, I will, I will <laughs> go and piss on your grave. It, it would probably, I mean, it would. Don't probably... think you're fucking safe just because you're in your grave. Like, is, I w- it, <laughs> is it morally better if like the government did it compared to a private? Well, well okay, yeah. Because here's my example, and I all, oh, I hate the argument that these countries are smaller than I, ours because it just anytime I hear that from somebody, the moment I say like, well, you know, they got this in this country. And then somebody says, like, oh, that country, that country is smaller than one of our states. And I'm like, well, that just shows your fucking tiny, close-minded, feeble fucking brain, you nimwitted fucking dipshit. Why? Fucking quit talking to me if you can't fucking think that big, you <laughs> pathetic fucking bitch. Go fucking sit in the corner. It takes, but it takes... No, don't, don't you think sometimes it takes like... Uh, oh, wow, you mean like off Biodome when he said like <laughs> when we plant weed, that means more photosynthesis for everyone. No, I'm saying, but do you think maybe that argument is made because... Because work is hard. No, because it's less, because like... Well, yeah, you- because work is hard. No, because it's less. I mean, if you wanted to actually help all the people with medicine and give them free health care, that would be hard work. <laughs> no. and work is hard. Dude, no, I don't think that. Work is hard. I'm, I'm saying. All public trans people to have, make is yeah. Like, my whole it's thing easier is easier to control small. Well, there puppets. are more people in this country, and there I are, bet you, I bet you, fucking Westboro Baptist Church has more fucking you know fucking uh, cult members than those fucking countries. That's how easy. No, 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 no. The population of the UK is far more than the fucking (laughs) forty people (laughs) that believe that Jesus is coming back (laughs) next year. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm I'm trying. I'm being. I'm being honest. But what I'm I'm saying is, is like, yeah, no. That just shows how because we're such a big country. Everybody has the right to be the biggest dickhead they want to be, right? No, but... Because over there in Europe, it seems like... I don't know what their full population it's is. It's too many people with different... Right, opinions. right. But so it seems like over there in Europe... What is it? Like, in, here in America, we have like 200 million people? Close about 300 million. 300 million people. So over there in the UK, where they only have like 90 million people... Oh, man. Yeah, it's 90 million people agreed on something. And over here... Well, they the- have issues, too. Fucking Canada's having issues right now. People are wanting to leave Canada. Like the whole trucker thing right now. Well, yeah, yeah. Tr- Canada. Okay, you know why? I'm just going to say this. Trucking is obsolete. We've moved past that well, shit. the truckers are just mad. All the truckers are mad. <laughs> Get new jobs. No, they're mad about uh, mandating. It... My whole thing is, is you know what? The trucking industry is fucking screwed from the ground up. Why? My uncle was a trucker. Who's, who? What's taking well, over no, trucking? Well, no, here's the thing. My uncle was a trucker. But what's taking When over? you have to take illegal drugs to stay awake for the amount of hours <laughs> that they want you to work... I don't give a fuck how much that system bitches. Oh, they're mandating us and blah, blah, blah. You need to fucking fix yourself anyway because there are too many dead guys like my uncle who got addicted to things like crack, coke, and speed because you demanded that they be on the road that long. You demanded it. So fuck you well, whenever co- you come cor- with your whining, you cor- giant corporation. Yeah, corporations demanded it. 
But this is just truckers that own their own trucks, probably. Well, you know what? If you own your own shit, that's the problem of owning your own shit. It's hard. It's hard work. Owning your own shit is hard, Adam. (laughs) I have no sympathy for these people. (laughs) Fucking, you want to whine and bitch and complain? I don't want to be mandated either. You know what? Everybody's fucking mandated. Do you like like to be mandated? I don't like to be mandated. I just fucking live in this world that you all voted for. I didn't vote for mandates well then you should have because i bet they were in some public library somewhere that you could have voted for but they didn't tell you about it on the fucking public tv because that doesn't sell and right do you believe in mandates hell no they're just a waste of time you know the 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 world is nothing more than a giant not not archaeological anthropological experiment and we've been failing it for the past thirty thousand years we're um, there's a Modest Mouse song called Time, uh, what is it, uh, The World Walks with Time in a Box, I think is the name of the song, and in that song he says, the earth is an inventor, and we're the dirtiest thing that it's ever thought about, and we really don't mind, we don't, we're fucking pathetic, (laughs) it's fucking hilarious how pathetic we are, we can't even get over our 30,000 year old ancient Chinese pissing contests with each other. We, we're, we're that fucking pathetic. You can hear all about it in my stand-up comedy, by the way, well, how fucking you know pathetic what? we are. What if they mandate... Oh, no, Tyler. We don't, we don't need you to be a, a stand-up comedian. We need you to uh, work uh, over here. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, no, no. What you're saying is, it's for the first fucking time in my life. I didn't have to go out and <laughs> beg for a fucking job. Are you telling me that, Adam? But you want me- <laughs> Are you telling me that for the first time in my life, I didn't have to go out and beg for a fucking job what you're at a fast food counter? I didn't have to beg for a fucking job well, doing do, retail. What did you worse work making, for retail? Making less money than I make to survive. Maybe. At every job I've ever had, McDonald's, no, Walmart. Less money. What if you have to, you're forced to do something worse than re, worse than food? What the fuck is worse than fast? I don't food? know. I know it's hard to think Science. about something that's worse than fast food, don't you? You think I can detain people at the border? Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> you want me? You for want seven dollars? You hour, want me to exert my power over people for seven dollars an hour? <laughs> I will exert my power over people for five dollars an hour. <laughs> oh, God. That, that'll make me feel like a fucking man on the inside. Do you not, do you not think that people in America uh, love choices? Yeah, we, we have stupid choices. I know. Do you think we love stupid choices? Though? Yeah, we do. I mean, like, you know, think about all the Facebook quizzes there are. Which Power Ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. I mean, do you, do you not think that with the amount of differences... And the amount of different choices that people yeah, want to make. There, but there also should be to... a moment in time where you fucking suck it up, Buttercup. Who? Everybody. But who? But but, but my agree. whole thing is, is everyone that, has to grow, agree what, with right, that. Right, well, there should be a point in time. There should right, be. Right, right. Okay, here's my argument to you. Okay. Here's my argument to you. If I say everybody in this country, your yeah. children, your grandchildren, my children, my grandchildren, me, you, Ed Ray, if I say that everybody in this country, deserves a chance to, if you need to go somewhere, if you got kicked out of your house, if the worst happened to you, and you need to go somewhere, you shouldn't have to unass a hundred fucking dollars to get a taxi cab to ride you somewhere. You should have a form of physical 
public transportation identification that you can bring to anywhere and get a ride to anywhere so that you can feel safe. And I'm going to say this the same as public health care. My kid, your kid, should be able to go to the doctor, say, I broke my wrist, I'm sick, I'm feeling bad, whatever it is. And the doctor should test them, tell them what's wrong with them, give them the medicine, and that should be the end of it. They shouldn't have to pay an arm and a fucking leg for that. And to say, to say that they shouldn't, you don't care about your fucking kids then, do you? They do get, but they, 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 those things exist. Yeah, through insurance, which costs money. No, but like, there's like... Uh, no, so what I'm saying there's is... There's like a Medicaid called, it's, or whatever, it's, right? Yeah, Medicaid. You, you have Medicaid. to qualify for that. How do you qualify? I don't know, because I've never qualified for You it. haven't? I've never qualified for unemployment. I've never qualified for hardly for food stamps. Well, I've I been through. I've been through every fucking system that this fucking supposedly great country has had to offer. And I've been fucked you gotta, by every single one of you them. Gotta, you gotta fill it out properly. I did. But and no, no, but and my, then they call, you, they call you back and with the most sincerest of tones, they tell you, oh, we're sorry, but you don't qualify. Look, and then you know what you do? You have to look, your, you have to look your kid in the eye but I and don't tell understand them, the... Oh, okay. My, the the my reason I didn't qualify, qualify for food did stamps... Wife, why okay. did my wife qualify? Well, okay. What did, you, what did she qualify for? She everything. Medicaid, food stamps. Yeah, all she, that for for a while, I mean, until we got married. Okay, yeah, yeah. Me and my wife, we got married. We had our kid. I had a job. You're 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 legally married. Yeah. Before got, the kid. No. Well, yeah. Right as soon as we had the kid, we got married. Okay. Legally, I got a job working that, that at. Was a, your, I, that was your mistake. I got a job. Working, <laughs> I got a job mistake. working at a sheet metal shop. Okay. Making sixteen dollars an hour. That's too much. Working sixteen hours a day. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. So I didn't qualify for Medicare. I didn't qualify for food stamps. I didn't qualify no, for anything. Uh, and I had to unask that out of my own pocket. And even though I was making $16 an hour working 16-hour days, you know how much money I had left over at the end of every check? None. Absolutely fucking nothing. Because rent, yeah. bills, food, and hospital. So if you're telling me that my kid or my grandkid doesn't deserve to go to the hospital, have it all fucking paid for him, and be a healthy human being, yeah. then you're just a cynical fucking asshole and you should no, probably I, go fucking kill yourself. No, I believe you're like You're probably a burden on the rest of us in the world. No, that's I, how I feel about this. I don't believe in hospitals. What that, about that? that? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. That's how I truly feel about this. Right now, my father has a fucking growth in his brain. Yeah. And the only thing holding him back from getting it fixed is fucking money. For any of you people out there, or anybody sitting in this room that says that that's okay... Fuck you. Let's go outside and fight about it. I'll beat the shit out of you. Fuck you. You are an inhuman, immoral piece of shit. If you think that people should have to suffer to live in an already... Like I just mentioned earlier in this fucking 30-minute video. If you think that people should have to pay money and suffer to live in this already uncaring, fucked up, desecrated void of existence that we call the universe then you are selfish and inhuman and I would personally love to beat the fuck out of you because I've been through so much suffering in my life that I don't even know what's right and wrong anymore because I have to go to fucking therapy just to fucking keep myself grounded. So I would love to enact some sort of unjust physical violence upon people who feel this way. I really would love to. Why do you think all this stuff uh, costs so much? What? Because somewhere down the line, a long time ago, some asshole decided it should. Who? 
Isn't there like a like a fucking weird? I know the thing right now with hospitals is they have this fucking book that lets them overprice everything. Oh really? That's why a fucking ride. If you were to get, if you were to say, "Oh, my stomach starts hurting," yeah, and we were to call the ambulance for you and ride you to the fucking hospital, the ride to the ambulance is expensive. Oh yeah, and they were to say, "Well, turns out all Adam had was gas." Yeah. You know what that should cost you? Nothing. But it's going to cost you about $1,900 because $1,100 of that goes to the ambulance ride. And then they gave you the IV. And the IV is like fucking $400 even, oh though it's just, even though it's just a fucking bag of fucking, yeah, what's it I, called, uh, Pedialyte. Even though it's just a bag of electrolyte-filled water, they're gonna charge you like fucking four hundred fucking bucks. Dude, for it. I owe, uh, I owe. Fair. And for anybody that's gonna come at me and be like, "Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Phillips." First off, I don't fucking care, and let's fucking brawl about it because I'm a fucking uneducated, I'm an unworthy, I'm just like a piece of shit. So let's fucking brawl about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I owe Fannin like, like five thousand dollars or something because. It- like fan and uh, mental institution, they caught, they they charge a long you. a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago, some asshole decided. Well, if you want to get a better education, you got to pay more money. A long time ago, some asshole decided. If you're not mentally stable and you need help, you have to pay me money. Yeah, because it costs uh, like almost a thousand dollars a night. Or I can't remember if it was a thousand or a hundred. And you know, that's that. where I feel like I've always been the guy that says like, yeah, that's where government belongs. Your job isn't to tell me what I can and can't wear. But the wear. thing with the government is they get paid by the pharmaceutical company. Well, no, yeah, what I mean. So here's my idea. It's like, you don't exist. Look at Pfizer. You don't exist to tell me anything except how fast I should drive, yeah. whether or not you can and can kill people. You know, like the big laws. But if you're going to tell me, like, oh, well, no, you you will have to pay this $12,000 because it's cause, your kid had his appendix removed. I mean, we're seeing it now. We're, 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 especially with the COVID-19 pandemic and shit like that, you're seeing that the pharmaceutical companies fucking control the narrative and they control. First of all, you see that they fucking control the media with their sponsorship ads <laughs> like, and, then, and not just that, but like, but then, here, here's always been my thing with the media. This is like something that, that's like real personal to me. Yeah. My dad, growing up in life, was a Bill O'Reilly fan. And it took me until the age of like 16 to one day ask my dad, who the fuck is Bill O'Reilly? What cancers has he cured? Dad was like, oh, none. And I was like, none? Okay, uh, did he solve world hunger? No? Then what the fuck does he do? He talks. He talks. So that makes him fucking useless. <laughs> you know what's crazy? A lot of people just talk. Yeah. We, I, we're talking right now on a well, podcast. Yeah, we're talking right now on a podcast, but I'm not trying to convince you people <laughs> to go out and vote for an orange fucking Cheeto man. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you people to go out and vote for some fucking old ice cream eating asshole. You, you know what's crazy? That's, that's the difference between me and them. Is there are, funny enough, I'm talking on a podcast. There's no money coming to me for this podcast. <laughs> but there's millions of dollars going to Bill O'Reilly to say the asinine shit that he says. Well, he's gone now, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. He Wait, he died? Huh? He no, died? No, he, he lost his job. Ah, he was shame. quit. He, he, he was fired. I thought he died. I was about to get excited. He was fired. I was about to be like, <laughs> "Fucking Bill O'Reilly's dead." Next year, you're no. gonna tell me Glenn Beck killed I think, himself. I think he was. I think it was me too. He like, uh, 
He he said naughty things to people. Well, everybody says naughty things. <laughs> and, uh, Jesus Christ. But uh, what were we talking about? Fucking pharmaceutical companies. Like rad. Uh, fucking Pfizer pays for all this shit. You know, uh, did you know that... Um, you know what's weird is that a recent... Uh, it was re- it was around 20... I think it was 2020. Uh, a file was released of all the doctors in Texas. And how much money they received on the books for promoting a specific drug. I thought that was interesting. I was like, that means like fucking doctors are literally paid to sell us on something that we may not need. That's why I, with my depression and shit, I've taken so many fucking drugs for it. And still the only thing that fucking helps me is uh, cigarettes, uh, weed, booze, and LSD. Those are, those are, those are, and everybody would tell me, oh, well, you have a drug addiction. I guess so, but uh, <laughs> um, it works. Yeah. Um, I haven't stabbed any of you people yet, even, oh, though, even though I want to sometimes. My God! Like, I haven't lit anybody on fire yet, even though I really want to sometimes. Like, um, I haven't killed myself yet, even though I really want to sometimes. So it's just like, um, and I've been, and you know what? So many people hound me about the therapy thing. Yeah. I've been in therapy since I was 12. I'm just going to tell you, if it works for you, it's like AA or NA. If it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it's fucking never going to. Yeah. And I came to that conclusion when I was like 27. Like, I'm 27 years old. I've been in therapy since uh, I was 12. Uh, it's not fucking working. Where do you think that a lot of people are put through a placebo effect? As in, as in, like some people, if it works for them, maybe it didn't actually work. They just thought it worked for them. And uh, they, I think like okay, they, they, they never actually had my buddy issues. Rob. My buddy Rob's a perfect example for okay. this. Like okay, like the medicine that did work for him, he hated it. Yeah, because turns out what worked for Rob was a medicine that took away like every bit of his like motivational drive like he said like like as I remember Rob working with him at Walmart okay Rob was a cocaine snorting like Rob told Claudia you know Claudia yeah Rob told Claudia one day she was yelling at him and Trudy was standing right there beside her and they were both like hounding Rob about the truck not getting thrown fast enough you know what I mean and we had to throw like three trucks that day and we were on the second truck and they were bitching that like oh y'all ain't done throwing this truck before lunch and y'all y'all better hurry up and Rob was like let me tell you something woman you only have as much power over me as I give you, and right now it's zero. So you better take the tone back a little bit. And I was like, dude, I've never seen anybody talk about yeah. But like, Rob was one of my fucking heroes. And Rob did coke, Rob did pills. Rob told me like, yeah, when I was younger, I used to have a fucking punch bowl full of pills that looked like a bowl full of M&Ms, but it was full of pills. He said, I just walk up and grab a handful of them and tell myself I'm either going to die or have a good time. And I'm just like, right. And then he told me like, the only time in life that he was sober and actually like semi-functional was like they gave him some medicine. I forget the name of it. I wish I had the name memorized, but like he, I forget the name of it. But he took this medicine and he said he was a zombie. Yeah. And that's what quote unquote the pharmaceutical companies, any doctor, any professional would tell you. That's what works for Rob. Zombie medicine. Zombie. Medicine. Which is that's actually a, that 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 terminology. I feel like a zombie. I've heard that a lot. Because it, fucking, uh, it's like a, a it's, it's like it's like taking a fucking Xanax or a Soma, just like ugh, just makes you fucking like drool on yourself and shit. Yeah. And he hated being there, 
So he switched from that shit to LSD, and then yeah. that's when I met him at Walmart. As he was just like, "Oh yeah, I drink mushroom tea and I smoke weed <laughs> and I, I snort coke and yeah. I go to work every day and I live a function, so, a semi-functioning life." Yeah. I'm I'm supposed to be on uh, Seroquel and Depakote, and actually that uh, those that combination was weird. Is that it definitely helped like slow how I thought, like because I. I I talk very fast, and sometimes I don't clean my sentences or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And a lot of people, a lot of people did comment that, "Oh yeah, we know that. Yeah, you're actually like talking in a normal speed, and you're like thinking of your thoughts, and you're you're not like speeding through your brain and shit like that." And uh, however, it made my skin feel like it was on fucking fire. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, "I'm not taking like, fucking shit." <laughs> it's like, Another thing is just like my upbringing was a little different than most people's. I was no. raised by a single dad who didn't believe in things like depression or anxiety or shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I just had to suffer through. You know what I mean? No. Like I've been like. I'm, oh no, mine was mine was I'm, like. I'm thirty. I'm thirty, and I've been. I, I've talked. I've talked to a fucking psychologist, and. Um, that's why I have never gone back to a psychologist. Is because when I was like 28, I talked to one, and she was like, "Um, if I was gonna diagnose you, I would probably say that you have like yeah. six different things." And I was like, "That's a lot. That's oh kind of that's kind of fucking heavy." Yeah. You know what I mean? You think they, you think they all you think they all kind of say things like that though? She told me straight up no. several times whenever I described my childhood to her and things that I thought were normal. She carefully treaded around that and was like, I just want you to know that um, getting hit like that was not normal. And like this that you thought was normal was not normal. And I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought everybody went through shit like that. What's, what's weird, though, is that I feel like that kind of conversation happens normally. The, the, what, what you have, because... Uh, well, like... I, 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 say, I say that because I feel like a lot of people are fucking salesmen. Well, like, a psychologist's job is to dig. And that's one thing that my buddy Brendan and me talked about when he was like, every time you come back from a therapist, you're, like, fucking irate. And I'm like, yeah, I, I fucking hate that shit. I hate the way they ask these questions, and I'll repeat the questions that they asked me to Brendan. And Brendan's like, it just sounds like they're prying into who you are. Like, they're just asking questions about you, and it just fucking sets you off like like almost how dare they and I'm like no it's not how dare they like I don't feel like that at all but it's just like they get me talking about it and they get they get me stirred up into all the things that happened to me when I was a kid and even so on like throughout the entire lifespan they get me stirred up on the things that happened to me and then I get irate and Brennan's like well then maybe you shouldn't talk about those things or if you are going to talk about those things try to get into a position where you're comfortable enough to talk about those things uh, because that was always my thing is like I can't have a I can't have a male psychologist. Yeah, I can't. If you put me in a room with a male psychologist, I shut down. I feel like this dude's no, fucking I, judging me and shit. Yeah. And then as soon as I feel like the dude's judging me, I'm like, you want to fucking That's go? I'll beat the fucking shit out of you. I I had a a, a male psychologist because they were, it was like basically I was for they wouldn't let me uh, the the hospital wouldn't let me go to work until I met with their psychologist that gives like prescribes you medicine or whatever yeah I, I, I told my I told them I was and like so, I have to be a female and so I had to go see this dude and he was just like he and he was, what's funny is he ended up not prescribing because I told him I'm not taking this fucking medicine you better not prescribe nothing <laughs> and I told him that I'm like I'm not 
I'm not gonna take in this. And he was all like, uh, you know, a lot of people come in here and they say their story, blah, blah. I, you know, I talk to them and stuff. And out of everybody I've talked to, you're one of the very few people that actually need this medicine. <laughs> Whatever. He did say, he, he said it like he fucking just openly prescribes people fucking medicine that don't need it. But he was like, oh, but out of all the people that come in here, you pretty much need this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. So it did make me feel a certain way. But at the same time, it did make me feel like he's just prescribing medicine to everybody. So I, I, I cause it, does, it does make me question what the motivation is behind I've, I've, I mean, I've always had weird quirks like that. Like, um, if you ever introduce me to somebody and I say, like, oh, I don't like that guy. And then you, you say something which I consider to be stupid. If you say something stupid like, oh, that's just Zach, or oh, you'll get used to him, or oh, he grows on you, what you're telling me is that Zach is an asshole, <laughs> and that you've gotten used to it. Yeah. But, I, but I, what I'm telling you right now is that Zach is an asshole, Zach and I'm never getting used to it, and you need to keep him the fuck away from me, or I might slap Zach in his fucking mouth one day. Because I just... My dad always raised me... And taught me that, like, to stand on your own two feet and to be a man is very important. And I've come to realize that in this modern society, it's not many people find it as as important. But I still hold on and cherish to it dearly because I feel like it's one of the few things that I have. Yeah. I feel like it's all that I have. I feel like I can walk through this world and not be noticed and hate everything. But the moment that somebody brings something stupid to my attention, it's full and well within my right to fucking go off as much as I fucking want to. Because you were the fucking dipshit that asked me. You were the one that brought it up. That's all. Like, that's what I've always explained to my dad. You know, anytime me and him get into our big fucking arguments back and forth, he'd be like, "Why the fuck are you so angry?" And I'm like, "Well, you're the one that brought it up. You brought up this thing that I fucking hate, and here I am letting you know how I fucking feel about it." Yeah. You know, fucking country singers are metrosexual millionaires who have never worked a hard day's work in their life, and I don't want to fucking hear it. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is like the fucking Bo Burnham song. Yeah, no, no, it's exactly. I agree. Like Bo Burnham, I consider to be prolific. I'm like that dude knows what he's talking about. Yeah, like he he's not just like bullshitting or making shit off off the top of his head. That's all country music is is pandering nowadays. Um, yeah, the world is going to die, and you're going to die with it. And your fucking futile attempts to find fucking meaning in it are pointless. That's why me and my buddy Brennan, he's an occultist. He's a leftist and he's an occultist, but me and him get into arguments all the time because he feels like there's deep meaning to stuff and that things matter. And I'm constantly sitting there with him going like, look at you, dude, you're fucking sitting here trying to convince a guy who's a fucking atheist nihilist. I literally think that there is nothing beyond humans. And once you die, that is fucking it. That's the end of it. If there is an afterlife, it's all of your fucking brain chemicals squeezing off at once because you're dying. And I've had drug trips before, and I've realized, like, holy shit, what felt like two hours was actually, like, two minutes. So I can, like Hamlet said, you know, to imagine what dreams may come. He was talking about the dreams of death. Yeah, yeah I can only imagine what kind of dreams my brain will have when it's living off its last two minutes of synapse firing. But yet, every last drop of serotonin, dopamine, adrenochrome has all been released into the brain. Yeah, I'll probably live a whole nother life in those two minutes. Yeah. I'll probably 
experience things beyond space and time. You know, Doctor Evil quotation: space and time. What, what's crazy is a very re- I saw a very recent study. Uh, they studied a guy's brain as the, as he died, and it showed that his brain, the moments he was dying, his brain activity accessed. The, like the activity of uh, remembering. Yeah, your, your your brain fires off at like a hundred and ten percent in so the like, last two minutes of dying. So like that's why that's uh, so the the whole uh, uh, your life flashes before your eyes uh, when you die or whatever. Apparently, like that may be actually true well, yeah, no, based no, like, off the uh, brain. Did you activity. know that most dreams? Like, have you ever had a dream where it felt like you did like hours worth of stuff? Yeah, yeah. That dream was probably like five seconds long. A new study where they hook the neural sensors up to people's heads. A new study has shown that most dreams last about five seconds. So that whole fucking adventure you had, <laughs> that was probably five seconds of real Jesus. life time. So if you could imagine every last bit of your brain chemicals squeezing at once because your brain does a massive convulsion as you're dying, you'll probably have an entire lifetime worth of dreams. That's the afterlife, in my opinion. That drug trip you have when you die because you've never accessed a hundred percent of your brain. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You just go into a hole in the ground and you're fucking dead. And people, my God. And, and my whole thing—it's has broken my wife's heart before. But one time she asked the question that a lot. You know, you've got a wife. Wives ask dumb questions sometimes, <laughs> but she once asked me the stupid question of like, oh, what, what do you think I would do if you died? And I told her, after about five months, you would start to process. After about a year, you would move on. And after about two years, or no, I want to know. After about five years, you would stop thinking about me in total unless something was brought up about me. And she was like, you really think I would do that? And I was like, that's eh, just how most people work. My grandpa died five years ago. A year after my grandpa died, I talked about him a lot. Five years later, I only bring him up whenever somebody mentions grandpas. That's just how we work. You're not the same person you were five years ago, nor were you the same person you were a month ago. Uh, you, 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 what's, what's weird about people is that we continuously you know, kill cells, grow cells, you know, brain cells. Until you hit about the age of 60 and then you keep the ones you have and you just die with them. Just die with them. Except these fucking... Well, how, well, how come some people live to like because, crazy numbers? Because their cells keep going through the whole process until that point that it stops. The people that live like to 100 yeah. plus? That's because like, you know, like you're saying, your cells live about five years, right? It's yeah. about at the age of 95, their body just stopped. Yeah. It stopped the whole cycle. It was like, it's time. Oh my god! A lot of crazy stuff we're talking about today. Oh yeah. Uh, chatting about Russia, Ukraine. The mysteries of we, life. We, and we, death. we, we have talked more about Ukraine and shit. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to talk about propaganda. Hey, wait, before we close out today, I'll, I do want to talk about propaganda. Because I, something, something is. I'm, I'm not trying to take away from the Russian invasion. It's very, it's, you know, it's serious. And obviously Russia has taken over this country and, like, uh, you know, people are dying. Some people have died. Uh, apparently more Russians have died than Ukrainians because there's, like, a Russian... Like yeah, I'm just going to say, you know, 
There's like a, there's a Ukrainian. Um, if the uh, if, if Russia's the one doing the invading, and you say more Russians have died than Ukrainians, I'm gonna say woo. No, 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 no. Yeah, because apparently, well, apparently there's like this. Uh, there's a Ukrainian um, uh, fighter jet guy, and he's called the Ghost of Kruvev or whatever, and he's literally fucking shot down like so many fucking. Russian planes with 300 people or some shit like that. Like, he's fucking literally shot down a plane with a 300 people in it or something. And, uh, anyways, uh, I, the, the media, the media portion of this whole thing is what, is what is weird to me. Okay. And I know that, I know that we have photos of past wars and stuff. Like, obviously, you all, you'll look, look at this photo of this war back in the day. But this is like an active invasion, and the fucking people are posing like a, like a fucking Instagram photo with their gun. Like Ukrainians, I don't know. For some reason, for some reason, there's just like there's just a there's like this fucking veil of fakeness, and I can only I, how's this? I'll say this: if because uh, the Ukrainian government and the Russian government about the about to meet up. We got if they solve if they solve their issues in this meetup, this whole thing is a fucking weird ploy Look. to get like mo- for like monetary fake war money. Well, no, here's my thing: like social media, yeah, is a monster. It really is. Yeah, and so we we don't hear about it as much because our media outlets have a specific agenda. Yeah. But they're SWAT officers that take selfies of themselves before raiding. Oh, really? There was a guy, and it was talked about on the Joe Rogan experience. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Awesome <laughs> guy. Um, but um, there was a, there was a, talking about on the Joe Rogan experience one. Like There was a dude who was a SWAT officer that took a picture of himself before going on raid. And he had the words, you're fucked. Etched in chalk on his gun barrel or spray painted or whatever. But I'm just sitting here thinking, like, um, so you're the guy who's protecting people. Right? Oh my god. Like, you're gonna go save lives with that life saving shotgun. You know, the shotgun that delivers medical attention to people. You know, the, <laughs> the, the shotgun that helps people. It's, yeah. a, it's a protection shotgun. And uh, once you write you're fucked on the barrel, it no longer conveys the idea that you're trying to uphold law and order. You just want to kill somebody. Yeah. And you're a piece of shit, and we should have taken you out back and shot you a long time ago. Yeah. But what... what, Propaganda has turned us all into monsters. Are you saying that's why... Ukrainian. Yeah, that's why Ukrainian guys are posing with their rifles. Women, because fucking people, yeah. which why like their because, fucking dogs. Be, because you're <laughs> fucked, right? Because they because they want to be seen in the light of look at me, I'm Mister, I'm about to go kill somebody. Yeah, that's why I even I did this to a young guy. I did this to an old guy. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't care that you suffer from because you clearly don't care that I suffer from it. Hmm. PTSD. I don't care. You clearly don't care that I suffer from PTSD. I don't care that you suffer from PTSD. Because the main difference is, I didn't volunteer for my PTSD. I didn't ask for that shit to happen to me when I was a kid. Yeah. 
you signed up for Marine Infantry or Army. You know what <laughs> infantry means? Dumbass. It means you're going to go shoot at yeah. people and people are going to shoot at you. Then you're going to come back home and be all like, oh, I fought for your freedom. My freedom wasn't at fucking Jeopardy in Afghanistan. It really wasn't. My freedom was not at Jeopardy at all. But now people are posing before while, while they're being invaded. Yeah, I mean... People are posing. They're like, we're being invaded right now. We're about to kick some ass. And, uh, and then all the all of our news outlets are like, look at this hero. And there's like all these weird pictures. Because our news outlets... But it's so... It's so it yeah. seems so... Fucking photo op. Our news outlets are ran by morons. It seems so photo op. It's just like I was watching, like what I mentioned earlier that I was watching the documentary of Chris Farley. Yeah. Like in that documentary, they talked about like when Chris died, they were like, oh, that's how CNN operates. Chris Farley's dead. We got to get this, this, and this, and then air it today. They don't care. They're not people. They don't have souls. <laughs> it's not. They're, they're, they're just fucking. What? What 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 do you think what do you think brings people to that point to that point money is that it yeah is, is money so do you think do you think the old the old because of the necessity do you think the old rule money is the root of all evil does that stand true yeah that's, that's, so that is real yeah it's totally real it does like that's why in my stand up comedy I say all the time like nothing surprises me. Yeah. I dare you. I would give both of you a week in advance. I dare you. Go online. <laughs> look up the most horrible things that you can look up. A guy rapes six babies and murders them. I am not surprised. Because he's a human, right? Is he a human? Yeah. Guess what? We're fucking disgusting. We're <laughs> horrid animals. Oh my god. And that's why he did it. Well, that's... That's just your opinion. A damn good opinion. But that's fine. Because all we have here are... Opinions and, and beer. beer. We are a million